You're listening to The Athletic Mind with your host, Taylor Cook and Lauren Williams. Welcome back to another episode of The Athletic Mind, where we dig deep and shed light on the mental side of sports for athletes and coaches by having open conversations about mental health, mindset, and performance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. This episode's coming to you a little bit later in the day just because we're just getting back now from an away trip for a game. So apologies on the late episode coming out. However, this was the first time in almost four weeks, I think, that Lauren and I are actually able to find the time to jump in the locker room here together for an episode. And today we're talking all about internal feedback and how to build self-accountability when it comes to pursuing our goals. So in the process of this episode, we will talk a little bit about self-worth especially when it comes to falling short on some of the goals or intentions that we've set for ourselves in the process of going after this high performance um, mindset. So then we're going to introduce to you a tool that will help build the self-accountability aspect and help you really show up and and start to keep track and, and really solidify the progress that you're making on the way to pursuing the goals that you set for yourself, whether that be for the week, the month, the season, or for your overall career. So grab a pen and paper. This is going to be some really useful tools for all of you to really start tracking the progress that you're making for your goals. But before we jump into the episode today, as always, we just want to say thank you again for listening, but to please Please, if you're enjoying the podcast, to share it with a friend, share it on social media, or to leave us a rating and review on Apple or Spotify. Uh, This is really going to help the podcast grow and to reach new audiences just like yourself. Welcome back, everybody. I feel like I take a hiatus more often than I'm here consistently. I need to work on that in the new year. But um, super excited to be back in this little locker room with you, Taylor. How are things going? Where are you on the globe right now? In Austria. Yes, we were just coming. We just got back from Hungary a couple of days ago. I'm currently injured. So that's ironic because I just released an episode about re- injury rehab like <laughs> two weeks ago. Um, but no, things are things are good. And got a couple more games left of this tour and then we're back in Germany for a solid stint at least so I can be in one country for longer than two weeks and I can't wait (laughs) and I have family coming and it's going to be a great holiday season so I'm really looking forward to it that's awesome and you Mm. busy busy with the coaching and traveling yourself what's going on well you know um it's kind of funny working I said the other day, like I have two full-time jobs, right? But then my, one of my, my coaches was like, well, this isn't technically a full-time, like it's part-time. And I was like, yeah, but I have two part-time jobs here as the performance consultant. And then also the assistant coach. So that adds up to one full job. Mm-hmm. And then obviously I work with elite. So um, it's been, I would say like at times more difficult than I thought it would be to balance. Um, but, but then for the majority of it, it's been pretty smooth. Um, I noticed the other day, I was like, wow, I really need to come up with a strategy to handle like feelings of overwhelm when I look at a full schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, other than that, 
uh, in terms of travel, I love home weekends so much more than travel weekends. Um, and leaving on a Thursday makes such a huge difference in my sanity levels throughout the week, as opposed to leaving on Friday. <laughs> so um, learning a lot, having so much fun, but just a little tie tie. <laughs> <laughs> a little tie tie. I feel that. I yeah. feel that on a soul level yeah. right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you have, think you have like a little bit of a win to celebrate? No? You want to share? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, I think that like, Anytime that we get a win is is a huge deal, right? As a brand new program, um, getting to do it against a team that's very established in a league like the ECAC is just icing on top, right? So mm-hmm. we played um, RPI this weekend and we split with them. We won our first game three to one, um, which was really, really exciting. And oh my gosh, you're never going to believe what happened in this game, Taylor. Please fill me Holy in. fact. Goalie fact, um, one of our goalies wears a cat eye and a stick went right through her cat eye. Is she okay? Broke her nose. Oh my God. This is why I say I never would ever get one of those masks because there's just too many horror stories that I hear about it. Whether it's a stick going through the mask or a Uh, puck getting lodged or like breaking a bar and like lodging in your eye. Like I've just heard too many horror stories to want to invest in one of those things. She was such a trooper, though. Like, of course, she gets off the ice and she's just bleeding everywhere, right? And, mm-hmm. like, you know how noses bleed. It's nuts. Oh, yeah. Um, but then after the game, we're talking to her, and she's like, it's never going to happen to me again. Like, it's never going to happen again. That's the likelihood of it. And um, she's all good. She's, like, you know, fully recovered, and she's got a little bit of a black eye, but she's doing all right. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. Oh. Fully recovered for, you know, I'm sure that she's got some sinus pain. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, good for her for toughing it out, I guess. Like that's, I think I'd just be like crying, like not wanting to put that helmet back on, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, goalies are pretty crazy creatures to begin with, but then you give them a cat eye mask and you ask them to be a little bit more crazy and I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You live and you learn, I suppose. Yes, indeed. And speaking of living and learning, Mm. today we're going to be talking a little bit about internal feedback and scorecarding our progress on our goals. The goals that we have talked about setting from the outset of the podcast, any goal that you're setting. But the reason that we wanted to bring this up is because by the time this comes out, it's going to be the end of the month. And for those of you that set your monthly goals, this is a really great way to help you start to check in on the progress that you're making towards the goals that you're setting for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for those of us in the hockey world, we're also heading into what will be the last couple weeks probably before uh, the holiday break. So this is a great time to check in on some of those goals, see where you're at for that last final push before the break. Um. But yeah, this is like the learning piece of it, right? Like we live and we learn, but if you're unwilling or you just can't look at the progress that you're making because you're afraid of not being perfect or you're afraid of the fact that you're not there yet, you're missing out on so, so much valuable intel. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one thing that we talk about all the time is like making sure we're taking the time to take a step back and analyze the progress that we're making. So we can see where it is that we are showing up in support of our goals versus where we're not and where we're maybe Mm -hmm. falling a little bit short and then try to like kind of dissect a little bit deeper as to why that is right. Like what is holding us back from making those big steps that we're trying to make. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, we're maybe showing up and, and playing a little bit smaller than if we would, you know, take the time to say, okay, like these are the concrete steps that I need to make and Mm -hmm. feeling confident about moving forward in those steps. Yeah, absolutely. And I was talking to an athlete about this earlier today who was struggling with like the idea of goal setting because they were, you know, without putting it in as many words, well, what happens if I don't reach a goal that I set for myself? Or what happens if I'm trying to do something and I get yelled at by my coach if it doesn't work out? And the one thing that I said, I mean, minus the yelling part, but like (laughs) feedback is neutral, right? Like it becomes positive or negative based on how we perceive it. So if someone's giving you good feedback, and I will preface that with good feedback about something that you can do it's neutral. It's just like, Hey, maybe you need to try this next time. Or that didn't work out. Maybe consider this. But if you are looking at it through a perspective where any kind of feedback is a threat to you, it's automatically very negative. It means that you're not good enough. It means that you're never going to be good enough. And it's a threat to who you are as an athlete. And I don't know about you, Taylor, I've been in that space. And anytime I got feedback in that headspace, in one ear, out the other, or I like ruminated on it for days and let it ruin me. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think we've all been there. Like I know I have for sure. And there's been feedback where I received from coaches and I, you know, either ruminated on it or I would just like bitch and complain about like, I can't believe he fucking said this, like, (laughs) like all that BS, right? Like, yeah. You and I like that you talk about perspective. And I know like one one of the analogies that I use with my clients is like when we're talking about perspective, I I relate it to like that of the filter that you put on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. If you have yeah. a filter on your phone, you're gonna be seeing a distorted image no matter what you do. So mm-hmm. if you have a positive filter on, that's how you're gonna be perceiving all of that feedback coming through, which is technically neutral, right? If you take that yeah. filter off, it's just there. It is what it is. Versus if you put that negative filter on, then you're going to be receiving that feedback as if like they're like out to get you, like they are pissed. They don't think that you're going to be good enough, like whatever that, whatever that looks like. So just kind of keep that in mind when you're going into those conversations, because like you said, right, like we're coming up to halfway through at least the hockey season, which means Mm -hmm. a lot of coaches are going to be having people for their mid-season reviews, right? Seeing where it is that they are giving them the feedback report from the season thus far. So something to consider before you walk into that meeting with your coach, especially if you're someone who tends to put on that negative filter before going into those conversations. Yeah, there's a, a clip that I put in a lot of the presentations that I give around campus uh, to various teams. It's um, Kobe Bryant talking about like his mentality and how he showed up on a daily basis. And he says at one point in the video, like every single thing that I do is in pursuit of trying to become a better basketball player. Like that's it. 
That's what I'm doing every single day. And when you look at things like that, then the world becomes your library, which I just loved because then any piece of feedback, it's part of the library. It's something Mm -hmm. that you can pick up, you can look at, and you can learn from it. But if we're not seeing the world through that kind of view, then it's like you said, right? Like you get frustrated, you get stuck in the anger, you maybe go straight into avoidance and you're like, no, I can't believe that because if that's true, then what's true about me as a human being or as a hockey player um, or as any kind of athlete, right? Well, and that's always the hard question to ask, right? Like, what does that mean about me? Like, that's like a pretty daunting question to ask yourself. So I I totally get that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think, and what we're kind of talking about and sort of, yes, beating around the bush with is that, (laughs) Um, any kind of outcome, whether it's related to a goal that you set for yourself that you at one point in the season thought like, yeah, this is realistic for me. I can do this. Whether or not you reach it has nothing to do with your worth as an athlete or as a human being. There are so many things that come into play when you're on a goal getting journey. So it's not about like, oh, I have to hit this because then I'm good enough because it has absolutely nothing to do with your worth. It's just a goal that you've set in terms of if you do reach it, this was an idea of like, Hey, if I reach this goal, then the way that I measure myself and my performance, it might be a little bit higher consistently if I'm reaching this kind of goal consistently. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like that you bring up the self-worth piece though, because I know I myself, when I was a university athlete, I mean, and even still sometimes now, right? Like we're, Mm -hmm. although we are coaches, we are, we are also not perfect. We struggle with the same things that we talk to our athletes about ourselves. It just so happens that we have all of the tools at our fingertips that are going to help us work through those moments. And also the support system that can maybe give us a little bit more of that objective perspective to say, okay, like you need to step back and, and maybe see it from, from this angle. But you know, I remember when I was in university that I was like running myself ragged, trying to make sure I got all of these things done, because if I didn't, I felt like I wasn't going to be good enough. Like I wasn't living up to this like standard that my, that I thought my coach had for me, but like, it wasn't from my coach. It was from me. I was putting so much pressure on myself to be showing up and, and being like the A student, making sure that I was going hard in every practice, like dropping it at the door, you know, what they always say, like, yeah, making sure that I was just showing up and, and being part of the community and, and doing everything that I could. But at the end of the day, like if I didn't meet those expectations that I put on myself, then I felt awful. Yeah. But like, who cares really? <laughs> like in the, like I can, we can both say this because we're now out of college and just living life. Nobody cares what grade you got. <laughs> in certain classes like yeah um I was looking up my transcripts the other day um just to like someone was asking me like what kind of classes I took and I was looking at them and I was like wow I actually kind of got like a lot of B's in college and then as soon as I said that I was like oh I remember being real stressed about that now I'm like way (laughs) to go I got a lot of B's I got some A's some A B's too no one cares it's a piece of paper that lives somewhere on my computer and that's about it. <laughs> well, and when you think about it, like I've never applied for a job and had had like any employer say like, 
can you please show me your degree and can you also please give me your transcript of all your classes so I can see all of the grades that you received over the last five years like that's never once happened no once no Mm -mm. (laughs) like applying for grad school they asked for that but I'm pretty sure they just wanted to make sure that I graduated yeah they're like we just this is a formality you know we want to make sure that you did this (laughs) yeah yeah, absolutely. So right now we're talking about all of the things that probably keep you from checking in on the goals that you've set with yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you're finding that any of this is like relatable or it's coming up for you, like it also still comes up for me in terms of, um, I always set a goal for myself that I, or I shouldn't say always because I don't do it frequently, um, that I want to work out five days a week. Like whether that's a 25 minute or an hour like it doesn't really matter it's just a workout mm-hmm. and even now I notice myself like oh, do I want to write this one down do I want to track it do I think I'm going to be able to follow through <laughs> yeah right so like if you're feeling any of that coming up it's okay but start to have that conversation with yourself of like is it helping you though mm-hmm. is it more important that you be perfect or is it more that you try to achieve these goals that you're setting for yourself Mm. well I mean regardless if you write that down on a paper like say it is that you want to work out five days a week right like whether Mm. that's on paper or or in your phone or not anywhere at all the thought is in your head and you're saying like oh I should probably get to the gym five days this week like that thought is still there regardless if you are tracking it or not right yeah so by not writing it down all you're doing is just not writing it down like yeah. you're just making sure that you don't have to actually put down on paper. Like I did not show up for myself this week. Which what's the worst thing that's going to happen if I have to write that and say like, or I can't check that box that says that I worked out on, you know, Wednesday, let's say. World's what's the worst end. thing that's the whole world's going to end. It's going <laughs> to explode. Oh my God. Everyone's going to know. Everyone's going to hate me. <laughs> Scream it from the rooftops on all the billboards. Yeah, which you know, Lauren did not work out this week. <laughs> realistically, what's going to happen is I'm going to look at it and go like, "Oh, I don't like the way that that feels." Okay, on to the next. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, like, we build up this idea of what not achieving something is going to feel like or look like, and it it doesn't. It's okay. <laughs> it might feel a little tough the first time, but you always have to remember that if you tried and you put your first, like your honest first step forward and you actively work towards it, any kind of progress that you made along the way is better than not starting at all. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So like, you know, maybe last week you made it to the gym twice. Maybe Mm -hmm. you had a really busy week. You weren't able to make the room for it. And that's just life because that's how life goes, right? Yeah. But maybe this week you managed to make it to the gym three times. It's not the five that you wanted, but fuck, you got an extra session and that's great. Yeah. You should be proud of that, right? So like, I mean, we talk about all the time, progress over perfection. And I think that's something we will continue to hammer home because I feel like a lot of athletes have a hard time accepting that in general, a lot of the time, like, I mean, they can understand the concept of like, yeah, like progress is important. Like you don't always have to be perfect, but when it comes to not following through on the goals that you set for yourself, for some reason that just gets thrown out the window and we forget that like we're human beings. Yeah, absolutely. So 
the mindset that you want to be in when it comes to tracking and when it comes to maybe doing a scorecard with yourself in terms of some of the goals that you've set, you want to be in a mindset where feedback is neutral. If you did it, great. If you didn't quite get there, where's the progress? That's what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, Accountability is not meant to be punishment, right? Like you're not holding yourself accountable so that you can then punish yourself later if you didn't quite get there. Mm -hmm. Because again, if you didn't quite get there, it's neutral. It's just something that you can learn from. So that's the mindset that you want to be in. So now how do we actually do a little bit of this scorecarding, Taylor? Well, we first of all need to start by reconnecting with what the goal was or what the intention was for the week, right? Like, so for example, if it is the intention of, I want to get into the gym five days this week, or maybe it's, you know, I want to make sure that I eat one really healthy meal a day, right? Mm -hmm. Making sure that we reconnect with that goal. And then at the end of that week, we look back to see, okay, like, where did I follow through? Like, where was it that I was showing up and rate yourself on that scale of one to 10 as to how well you followed through on the intention itself for that week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if we were saying, okay, maybe I made it to the gym four days this week. Maybe I was able to have three healthy meals this week, right? Giving ourselves that rating and then seeing where the good points were, like finding the good, the good pieces of the week that really, you know, I made it to the gyms so why it was healthier. I felt healthier that day. How did I feel as a result of following through on these attentions? Because mm-hmm. we want to get ourselves, our brains rather, primed to start to accept the well, negative feedback, yeah. even though it's neutral, right? So putting our priming our brains to accept the extra feedback of where is it that I fell short? What is mm-hmm. it that I can be doing next week? to improve upon the results that I have this week. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's all that it is, right? That's what we mean when we're talking about like using it as a library of information. You're just trying to sift through it to find the information that you need in order to be productive going into the next week. And that's one of the main reasons why a lot of like New Year's resolutions don't work because number one, people don't set realistic goals. And then they set these goals and they never check back in on them. Or they check back in on them a month later, which is not frequent enough. And they say, oh, I I don't really see much of a difference. Well, you've just missed a month of potential progress that you made. Mm Mm-hmm right? Like there's, there's so many reasons why New Year's resolutions don't work. And I certainly think that not checking in on how we're doing frequently is one of them. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And part of the reason, again, that we don't check in on those resolutions is because we're scared of the feedback that we're going to give ourselves. Essentially, we're scared that we're falling short of our own expectations. Mm -hmm. And that's, I'm going to say that's a human emotion. Like we don't want to fall short. Like that's, that's an awful feeling, but there's a way to combat that. And that's by regularly checking in on the intentions that we're setting for ourselves and, and the steps that are required to pursue any goal that we set, whether that's hockey related, sport related, health related, new year's resolution and career doesn't matter. This is Mm -hmm. applicable in every single area of performance. Yeah. And there's, uh, I heard this somewhere and I'm going to butcher it, but 
the basis of it was is like failure the way that we see it doesn't exist right like making a mistake or not achieving something that's failure like not really and maybe you didn't achieve something today it's okay maybe you would have achieved it tomorrow so it's not necessarily just a straight up failure the only thing that i consider to be a failure is if you don't achieve something or you fall short on a goal or something doesn't work out and you make no effort to learn from it. Mm-hmm. That's a failure. It's not the fact. Yeah. It's not the fact that like it happened. It's the fact that then you actively chose to not find the opportunity within it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. And I don't think you really butchered that at all. I think that was a great explanation. So good Thank job. You. I'm probably very different way that the person <laughs> that I heard it from said it because it definitely didn't come from me. <laughs> That's okay. You know, all right. Nobody's original anymore. <laughs> no, it's just recycled stuff, right? Like all the movies that are coming out now, it's just all recycled old stuff. Hey, don't be too jaded about the movies coming out right now. I'm excited about what a- movies what's coming out right now anyway um well now that you put me on the spot um <laughs> now that you say that i actually don't know oh well a little mermaid yeah yes well that that one is technically because it's a remake um so i get where you're coming from um but i'm like a big history movie person um okay. and there's oh i know i can't remember the name of it <laughs> um but that's my brother and I have this tradition over the holidays of like watching movies together and like just binging through series um mm. so I'm excited about that so yeah don't. I recommend the crown I just finished binging that it was so oh, I'm on episode four of the new season yeah oh yeah yeah I'll be honest I thought that like the fifth season was like a little bit of a letdown like oh. if anything it just made me hate charles a lot more than i already did <laughs> yeah yeah and, and so then on top of that, in these people's lives <laughs> oh yeah well and then on top of that like i didn't really like pay attention before but i just saw this like post on instagram that his visit to canada it was three-day visit was mm-hmm. 1.4 million dollars that taxpayers had to pay like what i couldn't yeah. believe couldn't believe that's how the monarchy works <laughs> You don't, you don't want to know how much it costs them to have to keep the palace. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. If you think $1.3 million for three days is bad, you should see the yearly cost of that bad boy. Do you, so do you think that like Canada actually has to like charge taxpayers? No, I think, I think now it mostly comes from the UK. Okay. Like cool. for the Royal family, it's all from the UK. Not, not us anymore. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I mean, at least I think. <laughs> I don't know I have no idea (laughs) oh and Taylor's in a coughing attack (laughs) yeah oh my goodness I'm almost recovered from my bronchitis and just as I recover from that I'm injured my knee so we're doing really well but that's Mm -hmm. okay um now I'm just thinking like we went off on this like little movie series tangent um (laughs) is there anything that we wanted to add about like the scorecarding process at all on top of what we've already touched on um well, I mean I think some of the specifics of it like how do you do it um so if you're writing down those three goals that you set for yourself whether it's like a weekly thing or if it's um 
something that you're doing before practice. Mm-hmm. Scorecarding itself is like assigning yourself a score for how well you did. So like if you're giving yourself an eight out of 10, that probably means like, oh, I remember multiple times where I executed on this thing. Uh, there were a couple of times that maybe I didn't, but overall I feel really good about it. So you give yourself an eight out of 10. Mm-hmm. And then the second piece of that is like, after you recognize the things that you did well, it's where are the areas for improvement, mm-hmm. right? So we never, well, I shouldn't say never because that's finite, um, but you you don't want to acknowledge the good stuff without, without also taking a moment to look at the stuff that you can improve on. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it's when you're doing really well that it's best to look for some of the stuff that you could do better because you're psychologically in a better space to actually consider that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I also wanted to say that this is a perfect episode to pair with our episode on intentional practice, which I believe is like episode 27 or something like that. You can just scroll back and find it. But if you haven't listened to that, I recommend giving that a listen because it gives you the tools on doing an intentional practice and how you can actually show up and, and utilize the most of the time that you are on the ice or in the gym or wherever it is that you are while trying to, pr- to pursue a goal, but then also pairing it with this episode, talking about scorecarding and how is it that we can, you know, really optimize all of the work that we're doing for ourselves mm-hmm. and our performance. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Awesome. And also, side note, sorry uh-huh. to interrupt you. No, no, go, go, go. <laughs> um, the process that we're talking about, like you just used the word, right? Optimizing. So it's not, it's not that you're starting from a place of not being good enough. You're probably doing really well if you're having conversations with yourself like this of how can I get better? Mm-hmm. So optimizing doesn't necessarily start from I am not good enough, right? Like you are good enough as a human being. You're good enough as an athlete. Now you're just starting to look for how can I optimize? How can I get that, you know, 0.5 to maybe 2% or 5% better, right? That's all that it's about. doesn't mean that you're starting from a place of not being good enough. Mm -hmm. Couldn't have said it better myself, Lou, as always. (laughs) This is why I have to take an episode break because if I didn't take a break, then I would have no good things to say. (laughs) Duly noted. Okay, so I will know that the reason for your absence moving forward is just so you can find some good things to say. (laughs) No, no, I need to scorecard myself in terms of preparing for these things. (laughs) I mean, I think I could also prepare a little bit better as well. But given the fact that we're both on tight timelines, it's, uh, and also the time zone change as well. I mean, we're working with some pretty busy schedules Mm -hmm. and some very limited hours of being awake so (laughs) yeah Yeah. like when I get a text from you at 3 a.m I'm like Jesus what's going on (laughs) and then I remember that you're what six hours ahead of me yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. I I should be more mindful (laughs) no 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 send me the text before you forget about it please (laughs) I think I every time I like go to text you it always says Lauren's notifications are silenced. I'm like, oh, thank God, because like I have a lot of things I need to, t- to touch up on. <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, but I think that's, I think I pretty much covered it all for this episode. Um, yeah. But that being said, 
moving into December, starting this week, give me a little bit of a breakdown on the podcast as we move forward. So we're going to keep releasing until the 21st of December. So you can expect the weekly Wednesday uh, podcast to be up. But from there, we will be taking a much, much needed break so we can spend some time with family, enjoy some downtime from work and travel and just enjoy the holidays. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we will hopefully be coming back I would say like second week of January. Yep. And that'll be season two. So um, just to be mindful of kind of what to expect moving into December. And we have a really special guest coming in halfway through the month and we're super excited. So that's going to be a really important episode for any female athletes that are listening. So um, just like save the date in your in your calendar <laughs> december 14th turn your notifications on right like we want to be ready to listen to it it's gonna oh, be yeah. a good one. Oh yeah absolutely it is can't wait we've been waiting for months to get this amazing doctor on the show so we're really <laughs> looking forward to it um yeah. anything else to add here lou before we sign off and salute off well i was just gonna say as we're starting to think about taking some R&R time, if it's not already on your radar, maybe it should be. How are you going to be taking some R&R? And yes, you do need rest and relaxation periods in your life. Mm -hmm. So just going to throw that out there. We might be talking about it a little bit more in depth, but start to think about it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Well, you know, as always, we always end off the show by first of all, thanking you all for listening. But of course, also asking for you to go ahead and leave us a rating review on Apple or Spotify, whichever platform you listen to us on. And if you're feeling even more gracious to leave us one of the written reviews on Apple Podcasts, because it really does help the podcast grow and reach new audiences just like yourself. So thank you all again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.